0: Bridge Toll, California customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the Gallon Ford Focus. Thailand
0: Cave rescue operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western Hotels.
1: How old is Ronaldo? What happened
0: with Big Brother? What's fast? a good night. engagement? How long gift? before a wedding should I send out save the dates? How many names in the first series Use of Use iMemo to playoffs. check email best on best other best email spots. clients. Identify fonts, fonts from where, where
1: to find? Carol O'Brien Recent trades. Welcome
0: to the
1: is Gilad David Mayan, who is the CEO and founder of Agile SEO. Agile SEO was established in 2010 and partners with industry giants like IBM, Intel, NetApp on extensive SEO and content initiatives. Yesterday, Gilad and I talked about why search generative experience, SGE, could result and may result in major traffic drops. Today, we're gonna continue our conversation and discuss the world's first case study on SGE recoveries.
0: This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT dot com slash awt.
1: Okay, here's my conversation with Gilad David Mayan, the CEO and founder of Agile SEO. Gilad, welcome to the Voice of the Search podcast. Thank you. Great to be here again. You know, yesterday we dove pretty deep into what is a traffic drop. We understood models and how we could model this traffic drop from SGE. We obviously dove pretty deep into understanding what verticals or possibilities may exist for different types of websites. And ultimately, we even highlighted that we can do some analysis and how Agile SEO is helping some companies even model or ultimately analyze the impact or potential impact from SGE. Now, today, we're going into a case study and what a case study might entail around SGE. And so, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about like, what that means, how to think about SGE, maybe before we go into the actual case study, and what components they should be evaluating in a case study. So first of all, let's talk about the term SGE recovery. This is the term
2: we use to talk about, okay, let's Save the day. So if we expect that we're going to drop in traffic, and that's what we discussed in the last episode, if we expect that we're going to drop in traffic in SGE, what can we do about it? This is what we call SGE recovery. It might sound a bit strange because SGE is not live yet. So like, how can you recover if you haven't dropped? But we are being proactive here, and we're trying to set up a recovery so that if and when these these traffic drops happen, we have a solution. So we have a simple seven-step process for SGE recovery. It's something that if you have time on your hands and if you're savvy, you can do on your own. And uh, we are doing it with our clients as well. We're happy to help you as well. The process for SG recovery goes like this. First of all, you need to do an SGE impact analysis. Map out your important keywords, see what's happening with them across the different scenarios, and then see the range of expected traffic drops or traffic increases. As we said, some websites are actually growing in SGE. There are also winners, not only losers. If you're on the winning side, great. Maybe you don't need an SGE recovery. If you're on the lower side of the spectrum, the next step is to take your high-traffic keyword or strategic keyword, the keywords you absolutely must rank for, that you see are impacted or at risk from SGE. Because after we've done the assessment, we see that certain keywords that are driving a lot of traffic to our site, that either we're not ranking in SGE at all, or maybe given that the way that we rank in SGE, we expect that we'll have less traffic. So then out of those, we call these keywords at risk. Out of the keywords that we know are at risk, pick the 10 most important ones, take those 10 high priority at risk keywords, and try to optimize them. Do an experiment and work on those pages and try to figure out what are the factors affecting SGE rank. And I want to say a few words about how SGE ranks work, because it's something that's not well understood. We're, I think, one of the first agencies that have done serious work on this, and we have very, very good results as well. This is what our case studies are about. Because what we've seen is that SGE, it doesn't replace the current Google ranking. So in other words, if you've done SEO in the past, and you ranked well in Google, those factors, that the technical SEO you've done, and the links you've built, all of these things, still matter in SGE. So they're beneficial, but they're not sufficient. There are additional ranking factors at play in SGE. There are new algorithms at play, in addition to the existing Google algorithms that are also at play. This is what you need to figure out to rank in SGE. So we've published on Search Engine Land, we've published an article providing experimental framework, how you can try to figure out what are the factors that affect your niche. And by the way, it might change from niche to niche. So if you are in e-commerce, maybe certain factors are at play. And if you are in technology, other factors may be at play. But what we have seen, this is the main takeaway uh, for the listeners, is that we've seen that the algorithm works on a page by page basis. So there are some things you can change on your pages that will cause you to rank in SGE. And we've done this successfully for multiple clients. If you discover the right factors and you make those those changes to your pages, they might be on-page factors, they might be off-page factors, but it's page by page, so you don't need to overhaul your entire site and improve your EEAT and what all sorts of experts are saying. I'm not saying that they're wrong. It's not that that's going to hurt, but that's not, not gonna, what gonna, what's going to change the uh, move the needle. What's going to move the needle with SGE is, is page by page changes. So after you identify, so going back to our process, what, after you identify your 10 highest priority keywords that are impacted by SGE, start playing around. Change things on the page and see what happens to the rank. SGE is a live system, right? If I change something on my page or if I create another backlink or if I create internal links or do something, I can see if my, and wait for it to be
1: indexed and see if your rank improved. This
2: is how you're going to discover SGE ranking factors
1: for your industry. So real quick, one of the things that I'd, I'd love to try to unpack here and, and better understand as we get to know SGE, do your existing rankings, where you already show up in the blue links, have any material impact in what happens in SGE? Should that be a consideration here as you look at evaluating your performance in SGE?
2: This is the biggest issue because what we see in large-scale research, and not just us, we've seen other research published with the same number, about 55% of the pages that appear in the SGE snapshot carousel are taken from the current Google top 10. And the other 45% are not from the top 10. And many of them are not ranking in Google at all. This is the big wild card. So if you're ranking on page one of Google today, there is a chance you will appear on SGE, but it's basically, it's not enough. Okay, and the the way that I interpret it is you know, having done a lot of work on on this topic and and having done some successful SGE recoveries, the way I interpret it is that, as I said, there is additional uh, ranking factors at play. So if you have a top ranking page that also has these additional ranking factors, you have a very, very good chance to be in SGE. Even if you don't have the traditional factors, for example, your page is not on Google today, but you applied the SGE ranking factors, maybe you'll also appear. The best thing is to have both. Time
0: for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io.
1: Do you see or believe that some of the historical changes that have happened in the SERP may be good indicators of what's gonna come with SGE. What I mean by historical changes that have happened in the SERP, things like knowledge graph introduction, things like answer box introduction, various carousels that have been shown throughout the last half decade or so that Google's been using these. Are those at all good indicators, especially when you're in certain verticals? Let's say you're in a very video heavy vertical, the introduction of carousels and what that did to you, right? Just recently, we had Google deprioritize FAQ snippets in the SERP, right? If you're a heavy FAQ or question answer type website, that has had a derivative impact on your overperformance. Are those good indicators of how SGE and that experience might impact you as this rolls out further? I can't say in general for
2: everyone, because uh, as I said before, SGE might have different ranking factors in different niches. But in the niches we've worked on in B2B tech, the answer is no. There's no
1: correlation. And so let's move down to this case study right let's let's keep going in terms of where this case study goes and how we might want to look at a deeper case study around SGE and you've said you did this with B2B clients and in uh, other areas tell us a little bit more about what that looks like and what some of the outcomes or results are so to date we've executed over 10 successful SGE recovery projects meaning that
2: we took an entire website with a set of uh, strategic errors that are dropping, manage to optimize them, get them to rank in the SG snapshot carousel and recover the traffic, a drop that's expected to happen. So I'll tell you one uh, case study. The case study talks about an enterprise cloud platform. It's a corporate website with 35,000 uh, monthly organic sessions. We worked very hard over the past two years, taking them from about 10K sessions when we started to 35K in a very competitive industry. They have uh, about 1,200 index pages. And now everything's fine. So they're at 35K, they have good traffic, good rankings for very competitive keywords. In SGE, the situation was very bad. So we did the SGE assessment for them. It was one of the clients where it was difficult to break it to them. Because what we saw in SGE is they're expected to lose rank for 23 of their strategic keywords. They have something like 35 strategic keywords. 23 of them are getting wiped out, not ranked at all in Google SGE. And in terms of traffic, they're expected to lose 79% 79% of traffic in the best possible scenario and 85% of traffic in the worst scenario. So basically they're getting wiped out. So it was you can imagine what the meeting looked like. It's like, "I'm sorry, I have this bad news. This is what's probably going to happen to us and and even in the best so it's like the difference between best and worst scenarios here was negligible. Anyway, they're going to lose a vast majority of their organic traffic." So this is one of the first clients where We said, okay, we have to crack this. So we have to find how to optimize for this niche and get these keywords back into the SGE carousel. These are keywords that are ranking on page one of Google today, driving so much traffic, and in SGE, they're not there. So the way we worked on it, we identified 11 pages where uh, we felt that optimizing the pages and their backlinks would help us get into the SGE snapshot carousel. We applied our experimental technique for this niche. So we, we do, basically, we do experiments on every niche, and we find ranking factors that work in SGE. And we already had a certain direction for their particular niche. We used that uh, experimental technique, and we managed to get eight out of the 11 keywords to rank in SGE. In addition, we found four keywords where they did not have a page that is what SGE is looking for. And we went ahead and just wrote that page. We call this an ideal page. So for four pages for four keywords, we wrote new ideal pages that might get might rank in SGE, and we succeeded in three out of four. So all in all, we got eight keywords that were not ranking in SGE. We got them to rank, and four more keywords with new pages. And actually, this was enough. So this, that's amazing because even though there's, there was over twenty keywords dropping in SGE, but we sort of did the twenty eighty. We try to see which are the keywords driving the biggest traffic drops. This is also the value of our impact model where our SGE impact model shows you exactly which keywords are dropping and by how much. So you can really, really focus your efforts. It's not like a general thing, hey, you're dropping by 90% and we don't know what to do. You don't know exactly where to focus on. So we focused on those 11 plus four on those 15 keywords that were most significant. We managed to get most of them to rank in SGE. And the result was quite amazing. We saved 17 strategic keywords that were not appearing in SGE and now we got them to rank. And in the best possible scenario, this client is now growing by ninety-seven percent in SGE. From so expecting to drop by seventy-nine percent, now we're growing by ninety-seven percent. And that's the amazing thing about SGE is that it's really fertile soil. So if you know what to do and you're optimized, nobody else is optimized. Okay, so you, you can do very, very well. So we managed to turn this completely around where the client, instead of dropping seventy nine percent, is expected to grow by ninety seven percent in the best possible scenario. In the worst possible scenario, they're still dropping by 35%. But this is much, much better than dropping 85% before. So we changed the range from seven, minus 79 to minus 85. And now the range is plus 97 to minus 35. We moved, really moved it over
1: to the left. And so really quickly, because I think it's important for our listeners to know this. Like, I love the outcome. I love the methodology to try to unpack where SG is and how you may be showing up, not showing up, then testing your way in, and then incrementally adding new pieces of content. But tell me this, are all the other foundational elements of SEO still applicable here? The ability to get the page crawled, the ability to get the page indexed, like are all those elements still applicable? Or are those bypassed because you're able to somehow get this in SGE faster?
2: So yes, of course, SEO foundations are critical. You need them and it will help you to rank in SGE. But as I said, it's not enough. We need to discover these additional ranking factors and optimize for them. And there's a twist. And the twist is, as we see today, that 45% of pages ranking in SGE are not ranking in Google today. In other words, maybe they don't even have the foundation. The twist is that if you figure out the SGE ranking factors, even if your current SEO optimization is not that great, let's say you don't have good technical SEO, you don't have enough backlinks, maybe you can squeeze your way into SGE anyway. So that can be a hack for companies that are the underdogs and they're not managing to rank today. And with these optimization techniques, maybe they can get
1: I love that. I think this is a phenomenal way for businesses, SEOs, agencies to be thinking about how to take the leap from the traditional search experience to the new SGE experience. So, Gulag, what's next? What should our listeners take away from this conversation, both yesterday's and today's? And what are some final tips that you want to leave them with?
2: So as we said last time, the first thing everybody should be doing is to start to assess where they stand with SGE. And as I mentioned, we also provide paid SGE assessment services where we can help you see where you stand today with SGE, but you can also do it on your own. Beyond that, if you see that you're dropping an SGE, you need to start your recovery project and start it today. Don't start it in December when we expect SGE to launch because It's going to be too late to start figuring things out. We have a few months now to prepare. This is the time to prepare. So I suggest everyone uh, listening to this, check out the resources we've put out. There's a webinar. There's also an extensive article we published on Search Engine Land. It'll give you a lot of information that can help you build your own SGE recovery. If you see that it's difficult and you don't have enough time uh, to build this on your own, we have an experimental method, we have existing techniques, and we've successfully recovered some websites from, uh, from traffic drops, and we're happy to help with companies. We've built a unique SGE recovery service, which also has a partial money-back guarantee. So basically, we'll identify your 10 most important keywords, we'll try to optimize them for SGE, and we also guarantee to optimize and get at least 50% of those keywords ranking in the SGE snapshot carousel. Otherwise, we'll refund the service fee for the ones we don't succeed.
1: Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Big thank you to Gilad David Mayan from Agile SEO for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Gilad, you can find his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Gilad underscore Mayan, or visit the company's website, agileseo.co.il.
0: Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io.